All right. It's uh, July 22nd. Is that correct? Is it July 22nd? It is July 22nd. Why did we start these so weird? (laughs) (laughs) We're back from a summer vacation, which was planned. Mm. We planned out <laughs> our two month hiatus. <laughs> we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna do, sabbatica. we're gonna do five episodes, and then we're gonna take two months off because we earned it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> definitely the plan. Uh, we're here now. We're back. Yeah, welcome. So yeah, welcome back to the society, loyal fans, all three of you. Uh, again, we're you know podcast tackling. We're an arts podcast. Fuck it. Let's simplify. We're, let's simplify the brand. We were just talking about this today. Let's simplify the brand. <laughs> we're an arts we're whatever podcast, we want to be but we're going to talk about politics and business because really, there is no such thing as arts. No. In 2017, without all the politics and business, right? It's fair. So that's what the, the society is. We're here to you know discuss and poke holes in the industry, not just one industry. The entire as many industries as that all the industries at once, industries past, present, and future. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, so two months off, JC. What have you been up to? Man, we it's been a it's been a time since, since we've done this. Um, to be honest, we talked about this a little bit before, but like, not a whole lot in terms of like the industry that we cover. Yeah. In terms of stuff, I mean ideas lots of ideas i think in the last two months as to where i want to what i want to do and what i want to go for and and see what happens but i'll talk about that in a little bit in terms of what is going on but um yeah you know it's been a it has been you joke about it but it has been a two-month vacation in a way Mm -hmm. and just kind of relaxing and enjoying the real life of things the real life because you know we're not uh we're not i i i don't know we're not real students anymore we're students but like, we're <laughs> not we're not real students anymore. we've entered the victory lap. we've entered we've entered just this we've entered the victory yeah this lap. this escape i guess uh this never-ending whirlwind of things that's what i've been doing just ideas just chilling and ideas how about yourself what are pretty you doing? much the same yeah minus the chilling because what is uh, that well <laughs> actually this is relevant i actually like so i got laid off from my media job i guess that's pertinent <laughs> that's fine man. Yeah, yeah i think yeah. like so i used to i don't want to get into too much detail because i i really like the company and i think they treated me really well but you know i used to work in media you're not gonna put them on blast you put, put everybody on else blast. on blast <laughs> oh no, i put people on blast who deserve to be on blast <laughs> So I worked at the score. Yeah. It was fantastic. But unfortunately, like the way the industry is, like sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work out. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I got laid off good terms, whatever. But yeah. like, so I lost my job. Um, so I've been like, fuck, I need to, I need to work now. I need to like. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I've been yeah. kind of struggling for a few months to like find a new job. And it sucks not working in the industry. That's like a bit of a blow. Right. Because even though like I was just doing like data stuff, like I was in the industry. Right. That, it was nice yeah. to be in the industry. So it's kind of an adjustment when like you realize like, okay, now I gotta take some time out to like get recalibrated, get back into it. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. But it's good because we were talking before, you're like it's it's good to like kind of like what you're saying, it's good to like take a break sometimes, readjust, refigure out what you wanna do and like how to get there. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I've just been chilling, finding some work to keep stuff stable and like getting ready for this like weird fifth year 
in journalism school, just like you're getting ready for a weird fifth year in uh, dance. And just life. Just the life. school of life. The school of life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the school of life for a mm-hmm. fifth year. Yeah, man, it's 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 uh, it's been a time. I mean, the thing is, like you say, you use the term. Let's let's actually let's talk about this. You do use the term laid off, but do you view it like I don't know? I think I think in this industry, in the industry of uh, in the industry of media, let's say media entertainment, whatever, all the same at the end of the day, um, the media of self branding, <laughs> the, the industry of self branding. Um, do you consider it like being laid off? Like because technically you're always on, right? In a way. Oh, I see. What you're like saying. you're always like I know you're not you're not there. You're yeah, not I see what at saying. that specific location, that specific um, entity. Like for example, all like I mean, dance jobs come and go. Mm-hmm. You don't get fired necessarily. Contracts end. Sometimes you get fired depending what you're doing, but. I don't know. I don't ever consider. Like, I think it's just like an end of a chapter in yeah. a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a distinction because it's like you know you don't have. I mean, the job is like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you still need to pay rent. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You still need to. Um, but you know, like realistically looking at. So I used to work at the Square Esports, like, and I do eventually want to write about games. I want to write about film. I want to write about like I want to write about the arts as a journalist, and the, so it was a really great place to be. But I also recognize that. Like, you know, there's there's people who, like, started with me at the same time right. that are now, like, editors at the Square Esports. So, like, they they obviously didn't get laid off because they're, like, more, like, they're, they're more embedded in the company, right? Whereas they're, I was, like, full-time. Yeah, I was yeah. just doing data entry part-time. Yeah. But the thing is, those, those guys and girls who, like, started around the same time as I did and are now, like, they have that extra layer of security is because I think they were a better fit for that company. Like, I want to write about video games. I'm not really all that interested in writing about games the way the the Square Esports does, right? So for those of you that don't know, the Square Esports is like really cool, really wicked, love it, but it writes about sort of esports from a very sports like a competitive, angle. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a competitive they take game, yeah. they take esports super seriously yeah. as a sport, which I think they should, and I think they're doing really well because mm-hmm. of that. I don't want to be a sports journalist, even if it's about you know esports. Like I'm, it's I, I still yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. sports journalism. I read a lot of sports journalism. Like I cut, like I I always read. The latest on the Blue Jays, the Maple Leafs, the uh, like all my teams, and I love like a good sports story. I know for my personal brand, as we're That's, saying, yeah, yeah, I don't want to you know be a sports journalist. I don't want to be an esports journalist either. My time there that I got to learn about that industry was super educational, super beneficial. Like I can hold my own in a talk about League of Legends, Counter Strike, uh, Dota. Yeah. Before I had no idea, like anything. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember applying for the job. I was like, "Look, I'm like a journalist. I'm really interested in mm-hmm. the gaming industry. That's about it." Right. Mm-hmm. And they thankfully gave me a shot at it, and I'm super appreciative for them, like giving me the opportunity to work there for so long. Uh, and even though I was just logging statistics, like it was so cool to learn about that industry, and it really solidified for me that like I do want to work in the industry. Maybe not this part of it. Like I wanted, right. yeah, I wanted yeah, to yeah, write yeah. about games. My goal is to write about like games and film and like do that, but from like more of an artistic angle. That's something that exists in journalism too, right? Like, you, 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 you like uh, that's super important today. And to your point, like you got to be a, you have to pretty much develop a beat. Mm-hmm. Which it's funny because when I started in journalism school, they're like, oh, beats are dead. Right, like, beats are dead, but it, it, they're not, and it kind of ties into what you're saying. Like, you like journalists are hired to do a job because they have 
knowledge and experience and expertise and passion for a certain area. Yeah. Right? Like the jobs where you're doing a little bit of everything, those are like entry level. Yeah. Right? I think if you want to exist and last in the industry, you're going to have to pick something and specialize in it. And you can still, there's a huge range of things you can specialize in. Like even, let's just take esports for a second. Because esports, you can approach it from three different angles. Mm-hmm. Or at least off the top of my head, you can approach it from three different angles. You could probably, no, you could approach it from multiple angles. Like let's take a game like Counter-Strike. Okay. Right? So let's say it's not enough to really be like, I want to be a journalist. I want to write about Counter-Strike. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, okay, well, like, what kind of writing are you going to write about? Because yeah. you could, you could yeah. write about the competitive aspects of it. Right. In that sense, you're taking like a sports perspective. Mm-hmm. And that place, a place like the Scorgy Sports is a great fit for you. Right, right. Do you want to write about like the nuance and like the artistry of Counter-Strike, which sounds kind of funny, but there is a nuance and artistry to it. In that case, you're, you're writing about Counter-Strike from more of an arts angle. Right. That takes a completely different skill set than someone working at the Square Esports writing about the competitive dynamics. Of course, right? yeah. Those are two different types of journalists. You mm-hmm. can also write about Counter-Strike from a business angle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you can could, talk about yeah. all the money that's like yeah. being invested and in like how like you talk about how like professional sports teams now are like investing in like esports and all that kind of thing. That takes like a business journalist to do properly, right? Right, right. You know, that, like someone who writes about the competitive dynamics isn't going to have the same skill set to write about like the financial investor dynamics, right? They might touch on it. Like the Square Sports does a few business articles here and there, but do like an in-depth investigative like article from the business side. That takes a business journalist. That takes someone who's trained and knowledgeable about business dynamics, right? Yeah. And then you can write, I mean, you can think of a million other ways to write about, like, one subject, like Counter-Strike. <laughs> That's very true, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, So, yeah, as, like, a journalist, like, I realized, like, I want to kind of approach gaming from that more artistic angle. Like, I'm really, really, really interested in the cultural aspects of gaming. Um, so, my favorite times at the score esports it was not like when like a big play happened or whatever like i love that stuff it was hype but it's really interesting to see how the culture the subculture behind these different sports were starting to really like come into their own that's what i'm super interested in yeah so i realized that like i wasn't gonna stay at the score esports forever i got laid off i probably would have quit eventually anyways right because you know i didn't that that's not where i I know for my personal brand as a journalist that's not where i want to be now i got a lot of work to do to develop the brand i want because mm-hmm. I need to like gain some more experience but now that I'm not now that I have like I don't know I'm going to take this next year I think personally to hone in on that like mm-hmm. focus it so mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's I think that's like what this what this episode I guess is in a way because mm-hmm. you know we are having a conversation about personal brands a little bit before this and kind of how nowadays it's this weird mentality that the brand that you create for yourself is multifaceted i guess is what i'll say like you have to kind of have this i i dabble in this different areas constantly because this is what i'm passionate about this is what i do but the way to get i get jobs the way to kind of elevate yourself is to be kind of outside the box and these are my packages this Mm -hmm. is what i come with because it's it's very uh it's very different because on a on a dancer type of entertainer level, I mean, we have always been the the people like you have to be versatile. You have to be versatile. Like that's been like the key to the industry. Like I mean, the industry started off with like you can make money as like 
I am strictly a ballet dancer. I'm strictly this. I'm strictly that. I'm strictly this. And then it, it went on this like versatile kick or trend, I'll say. And now it's weird because like it has kind of resorted back to that like I can be this. I don't have to be versatile. And I mean, I don't know how... I'll say how, I don't know how explicit we want to go with it because I don't want to like say too much that's going to like incriminate myself in that in that way. But I have my opinions about that because like as someone who has who has studied multiple different disciplines in this industry and like am passionate about multiple different disciplines, similar to how you are with kind of journalism and like this is what I want to do, but I can do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this is what I want to do, type of thing. Let's get a conversation about. And maybe it might be different, and that, that's okay if it is. Get a conversation about how, like, the opinions of that. Like, does it affect you when someone that you know is not necessarily passionate about what you want to do in the industry, but they get the job? And they're more passionate about something else. They're very good and talented at what they do. Yeah. But you know that they would fit better somewhere else. Do Like, doing something else within the same industry doing some other type of like form of that whereas you see yourself as like i wish i was doing that yeah like does that does that like how does that affect you i guess is my question <laughs> uh or does it like or do you do you care less about it i don't really give a shit like i i don't keep like it's it's hard to not like i don't keep score you know okay. what i mean like okay. i don't i don't really care what like my my colleagues are up to i think like, it's hard to say. Like, I think I th- the problem, I think the reason I don't keep score, the problem I, why I don't care is I'm, I'm really optimistic about, because um, no matter what the creative industry is, mm-hmm. it's hard to remember. Sometimes we forget that, like, technically all of these industries are infinite in the sense that, like, really the people who are going to succeed are going to have a creative mindset. Of course. Right? And they're going to have an individual mindset. So, like, I see people... You know, maybe getting jobs that I'd be like, would like to have one day, maybe. But I'm just like, you know, you know, they're doing their own thing. Right. right. I think I was kind of like to that point. I don't know if it answers, but I was sad when I saw people who were super passionate about about things like take jobs that they didn't want for money. Oh, okay. You so like the mean? other way. Yeah, like the yeah, other way. Like yeah, I had a friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah. who, but like she was like super passionate about like one specific thing like maybe like doing environmental stuff yeah like environmental journalism yeah um and like we would always get into like little mini arguments because she would always be like well no i'm gonna do business reporting because like there's more money in it like yeah mm. but you you didn't come, like you know i mean okay it drove me crazy to see her do that i think she like became passionate about business so i think she's fine now like right back then it like kind of hurt to see someone who like was really passionate about this one thing say like oh well opportunities aren't there i'm not going to do it and that kind of goes back to the fact that like it's really fucking hard but like technically in all these creative disciplines you can carve out an, a right. niche for yourself right it might take you years it might like struggle through it mm-hmm. you know but like a filmmaker right a mm-hmm. filmmaker ultimately what's the most important thing like yeah we can talk about like yeah branding connections money whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. filmmakers that get remembered are the people who came up with new ideas right, right? that's they're, fair yeah, the yeah, people yeah. who carved out completely new niches like the person who started a genre Oh, Romero just died, right? So, like, yeah, yeah. that's a great example. Like, yeah. this guy, you know, we lost, like, a really great filmmaker. The guy literally carved a genre for himself. Yeah. Think about how many people work on, like, the set of The Walking Dead who worked in, like, zombie movies. They all owe their existence to, like, 
that guy. Yeah, <laughs> true. He, he carved out a completely new genre yep. of film. Uh, and I think I'm really optimistic about the concept that like anyone can do that in any one of our industries, right? And it, it can take different levels. Like in dance, for example, I'm not saying like, I think someone could come up with like a brand new style of dance, but someone could also just do old styles of dance in a different way. Mm-hmm. Someone could come up with like an innovative business model. Someone mm-hmm. could come up with like, you know, doing shows in a different way that's like more accessible. Like there's, the, the mm-hmm. cool thing about these industries is there's always the ability to innovate. I hate yes. that word because it's like we're Ryerson students and like every class it's like, it's you gotta be fucking innovative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. Especially it's true. It's very industries, true. Right? It like, very true. So like I'm optimistic that like I'm very confident in the type of journalist I want to be. I have a very mm-hmm. like, and he might be like a few years, maybe like a, a long time down the road, but I yeah. know I'll get there eventually. Yeah. And then, like, work towards being that kind of journalist right i don't ever feel like i'm behind or ahead i feel like i'm where i need to be at the moment and it's always about goal setting like this is the type of this is where i want to be in my industry i'm going to start to take steps to get to that point right and sometimes you got to figure that out too mm-hmm. like if you're like you know you're really passionate about being a journalist and you're working like at like the toronto star and you hate your life right Maybe you got to think about, like, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't work at a newspaper. Maybe I'm a magazine journalist. Maybe, like, sometimes it takes time to figure out exactly what you want to mm. do. I didn't really know, but, like, when I started, <laughs> this is a funny story. When I started journalism school at Ryerson, I wanted to be a war reporter. You imagine, like, fair, like, yeah. like, the summer before I got here, I was like, I'm going to be a war reporter. Like, I'm going to go, like, to Syria. I'm going to go to Iraq, and, like, I'm going to, like, report on conflict and stuff like that that's it took me so long to figure out like no i'm actually really passionate about like the arts i'm really passionate about this area of the world i want to focus on this it took me a long time to figure that out right but if i hadn't like gone through this winding path of figuring out exactly what i want to do Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have gotten there in the first place right right so i think like figuring it out is part of the journey then once you figure it out getting there is part of the journey doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. right but yeah what, what about you you asked the question how do you feel about that I think, I don't know, and maybe mine's an unpopular opinion, and that's that's fine. I mean, I really don't care. Um, I don't know. I think in, in the industry that I kind of come from, a lot, especially nowadays, I think a lot of people who have that kind of well-roundedness about them and have that kind of, like, I can do this, I can do that, I can do this, I can do this, um, kind of view that that theory of like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do this as like i don't want to use the word because it's so like it's it's a cop-out it's Mm. like in a way it's a cop-out i think in the dance and the dance industry and i mean it isn't like i said i started with like it's an unpopular opinion but it isn't at the same time because i mean there's there's people in this industry that over the last two months in our vacation i've seen kind of this trend about um different problems that we're seeing in an upcoming and i think on our level is like it's not about the the style or the application of the dance or whatever you want to do it is more about how that art form is viewed how that art form is like showcased that is the problem with the industry that i am currently in Mm -hmm. um I'll, I like I give I give credit to the the innovators. We'll use that word again. I give credit to the innovators and the people that have kind of wanted to to pave the way in different genres and different facets. The problem is right now is that the best the best industry I can I can 
kind of go hand in hand with it is film. Okay, you used a perfect example of like the zombie genre, right? The another good genre of like that kind of let's make a shit kind of content for it is like superheroes. Yeah. That had a big like spike of like let's just make a shit ton of content, right? <laughs> Dance is very similar. Dance is very very similar. They say like okay zombies is like the is the hot trend i'm a hop on that train i'm gonna make like 900 things about it there's gonna be like 600 different tv shows there's gonna be different video games different movies dance is the same way dance is like i'm not gonna say what style because i don't <laughs> want to get in trouble for it but this style is really popular i'm gonna do that yeah i have never done that before in my life but i'm gonna do that yeah. because it's it's the trend it's the trend that the people want it's the trend that is like it gets a million views on YouTube, it gets you thousands of Instagram followers, which we had a conversation about before. The problem with that is like the people that have innovated that, and like I have no hate or no problem with the people that started that trend before it was the trend itself. The people that were doing that before it was like this is the thing to do, because those are the people that innovated. The the people that kind of jumped on the train is where our industry is kind of of falling and that's why i asked the question like do you ever get like okay i think i understand you know what i'm saying like do you ever get like like jealous or do you ever get kind of like not to say that you would do it yourself not to say that you would jump on that train too but do you ever get like angry and i and i i think i do i can fully say that i do get angry about the people that kind of like you look at and think this is going to be an explicit episode that you that you look at and think they would never have an opportunity in this in this industry had it not been for that trend. Mm-hmm. In in that and it's it's absolutely fine. Like I don't have a problem with saying that because it's like I think those people, some people know that that's them and they can fully understand that. Like if it wasn't for this type of genre or this thing, they wouldn't have the career that they have. And I think a lot of people, I used to view it when I was younger. Like when I was like 14, the biggest thing, YouTube just kind of started up. Biggest thing as a dancer was like to go on YouTube. And it still is. Like to push their stuff on YouTube, it was. And there's a lot of people that made a career that they would not be who they are if it wasn't for that platform. And that's even in the end of their industries. Like even YouTubers themselves, they wouldn't be who they were had it not been for that platform. But now it's like people that feed off of those trends they get the they get the jobs like i look i look at classes that are taught here in toronto and i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna name styles but i look at some of them and i think to myself that's not a genre like what they're teaching is not a genre it's nothing it's just a made-up facet so that you can have the job yeah it's like if i went in if i went in and said like i want to be i want to be like a fucking i'm gonna teach a class that's just like flips Okay, I don't know why. I don't know why that came to my head. I'm going to teach that. Cool, that's innovative. That's something completely different. But on a surface level, the only reason why I'm doing that is because no one's going to give me the opportunity to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe very maybe very Kanye West of me to be like, what the fuck? Like, what is this type of thing? But that's maybe my thing. It's like, is there something, and it might be different in journalism, but like, is there something that like, is cre- was created for the very very notion of this person couldn't do anything else so that like everybody drove to this mm-hmm. type of thing like i don't know I, for us like i said for us in film it's like hand in hand 
like film it and everything, like TV shows and, and movies. It's it's that mentality of like think about it. Zombie movies were not popular, like at all. Like who who was doing that? But then one was popular, and now everybody does it. Like there's a hundred thousand different versions. Like the other day, the the Saw trailer came out like yesterday. Oh, Saw the, Eight. Saw Eight. Okay, yeah. like come on, are you serious? <laughs> like no, but honestly though, like how many times do we have to do that? Right? But how many times do we have to do that? And you know, you look through the YouTube comments on the video and people will say the same thing. Yeah. And people will be like People get sick of it. How like, and that's the thing. The people get sick of it. But it's still this like thing that like those creators know that people will come out, people will go to it, people because it's like It's an algorithm. Why not? You know? Like it's like yeah. a cookie cutter model. It's like one person was successful, so let's all just like hop on that. That's like my kind of I guess my like kind of backlash with like what is what is a trend setting what is a per, what is a personal brand mm -hmm. and people have branded themselves in those specific in my industry and in the two industry like the film industry and the gaming industry have kind of molded themselves as like the only thing that's making me successful is this and if that was ever gone like if that didn't exist anymore those people would just that'd be it yeah right there would be nothing else for them and maybe it's because our thing is so like i said it started with this like you can be who you like you have to be this like if you want to be a ballet dancer you're a ballet dancer if you want to be a street urban dancer that's what you do if you want to do this that's what you do then it became like the only way to get a job in this industry is be versatile yeah i don't know what happens where now it's again if you want to do this but it's not even like if you want to do this because the people that do the the legit genres i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie the people that do like kind of legit things that doesn't exist it's like these niche little these are popular trend trending things like that we are going to do for this amount of time if it's not popular anymore oh well and maybe to flip it on the business side of things i don't see that like being a like a real tangible item as a business i would never want to say like i'm gonna put my money down I'm going to invest a lot of money that this is a trend thing. And maybe I'll follow the trends. Maybe that's what my business is all about. I'm going to just follow a bunch of trends around until I collect them all. Um, but I don't see that as like the most profitable or the most like tangible item that we could go for. Right. I don't know if that you have like opinions or maybe that you now you kind of know what I'm diving into here. But it's... So we're talking about sellouts. <laughs> Literally, we're talking about the we're age talking old of, question of we're sellouts. talking about sellouts. I think, in a way, in a way, uh. but sell it's not even selling out on like I'm gonna do this because it's gonna make me a shit ton of money. It's like literally selling you because at the end of the yeah. day, these are industries. Like I don't think people look at it like that. It like I think at the end of the day, people look at it as like okay, I'm gonna hop on it because it's it's the trend. It's making me money. Mm -hmm. But do you want to like again back to the question of personal branding? Do you want to brand yourself as like this? This is it. This is what I do. Yeah. Because like, how how do you know that that's not gonna be the thing? Like twenty minutes later, Damn. like literally, that's how fast the <laughs> world is. That's like how fast the world is. I don't know. It's just, it's this weird kind of thing that is, like, it just it baffles my mind sometimes as to why why people do it as to like i get it i i would do it too but i think the thing is i haven't done that and i don't want to resort myself to ever doing that because then what's the point 
Yeah. What's the point of being, being passionate about what you actually want to do if you're just gonna follow somebody else? Yeah. That's my thing about it. Is like, if you really, really want to make it in the industry that you're going for, especially in like arts world, just just do like like you said, like be complacent to where you're gonna be. Don't feel like you need to be ahead or behind. Just feel where you're at. Yeah. Like because no matter what, and it'll be a conversation. Like we're at, we're at like the thirty minute mark, I guess. But it'll be a conversation when we talk a little bit about the producers of all of this, um, and and what what I feel about that and where I've complaced that because it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be about like I'm gonna jump on the trend of this thing like I'm gonna make a zombie movie because everybody fucking makes a zombie movie like make what you want to make because that's that's when you I could say you're successful yeah. in a way I don't know that's. That's my little moment of ranting for <laughs> for today. Until until later, um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. We're talking about sellouts, I guess. <laughs> we're, we're literally talking, talking about sellouts. sellouts. I think you put it in the perfect word for me. But I think like the problem is, so let's like unpack this a bit. So maybe it's unfair for me to bring up the term sellout because the sellout has like a negative connotation, and I think the the issue is like all of our industries are pigeonholed in the sense mm-hmm. that like. You know, he, and this, this kind of, yeah, I have a sort of a point I want to make and it kind of relates back to like needing to be versatile. When you start in journalism school, they're like, you know, you're not going to get a job unless you can do everything. Yeah. Right. And by everything, it's like ridiculous. And then we'd have like older journalists come in and be like, I studied to be a photographer. I was a photographer. Right. I'm a staff photographer at like this publication. Uh, This publication hasn't hired a staff photographer for like 25 years. (laughs) <laughs> like because staff photographers don't exist anymore like it's it's like you, you just get, get somebody that is already writing for you that's yeah, just well, good enough to take photos you need you need to be like a journalist needs to be good at like doing photography they need to be good at yeah. like web development they need to be good at fucking writing stories they need to be good at editing their own stories right. checking their own stories right like, the the new york times just laid off a bunch of copy editors um like the the singular jobs in my industry like don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't you I like I, I it would be unrealistic for me right now to aspire to be like a copy editor. Yeah. Because realistically, I publications are going to be hiring people that can like write their own copy, edit their own copy, take their own photos, shoot their own videos, put it up on Basically a web top page, to bottom. Put it up on a web page yeah. that they develop themselves. Yeah. Do all their own social media. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah. the problem I think with that is like that's how you get jobs. But then yeah. the problem too is like you're not like you. I kind of want to get your take on this because I don't know if you touched on it, but like you don't get to like hone your craft. It's true, right? Like it's very true. Can you imagine? Um, I don't know. Like imagine like you you looked at someone like like an old director and you're like, yeah. So like, do you think we <laughs> the directors that are coming up now? First of all. Most of them are like really well connected, so they have like more time. And like who? Yeah. What? what First of all, there's like think of like <laughs> who? emerging direct. Like there's not really emerging like film. Like them, yeah. there's some. There of is. Them, there's a, like probably a shit ton of them, but it's like the ones that are actually like emerging. Doing like you see them. Yeah. It's it's tricky. It's like you, yeah. You don't get to hone your craft anymore, in the sense that like, you know, I went to journalism school. I maybe wanted to focus on feature writing. And, you know, I had to do that 
well learning everything else and, yeah like, there's no jobs where you just get to focus on one asset of your career right you have to like be versatile you have to know everything yeah and it's like does that diminish the quality of my like work right like would i be a better feature writer if like monday to friday nine to five the only thing i do is like work on narrative work on like structure and that's it yeah right? instead of having to do all this other shit at the same time Right. It, it's tricky like right? so like all of our careers like all of our industries we need to be able to do everything does that mean like does that mean we get better or but does that's that the mean thing, like no time to like you said there's like, no time to do focus on you actually thing. need to do yeah, <laughs> yeah focus on your thing right? yeah like yeah 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 like can you in in film can you just be a director of photography anymore no <laughs> but that's the thing is like and I think is that like need... unrealistic like to say like yeah. i want to be a director of photography yeah. it's like okay well you better also know how to direct edit do sound like everything right mm -hmm. like you don't get to just study one thing like the like our, our industries are less like craft focused mm -hmm. in the sense that like this is my craft this is what i do yeah. it's now like this is my industry these are like all the things i can do in that industry yeah and does that like mean that we're going to be less talented than the people who came before us at doing specific things does that mean we're going to be more talented? Like, it's tricky. It's tricky, right? Yeah. I think we had a bit of a conversation about it before, and, like, it, it always comes back to this kind of personal branding thing. I don't know. I was talking about how, like, now you have to, you have to kind of brand yourself, but how do you brand yourself? Because, okay, I can, I can brand myself as a dancer. You know, I'm a dancer i'm a choreographer i can brand myself as that okay but i'm also i can also do fucking <laughs> production like i can yeah. i can be a producer i can also fucking do fashion i can do <laughs> photography i can do a bunch of shit yeah. right but you can't at the end of the day on your social media platforms or whatever you can't brand yourself these multiple things i mean you can but what do you have to really go for? And I think I think the thing is, if we look at people who are successful in the industry, and this is like maybe the thing about like the emerging director thing, it's like these people had the way paved. This is like what they do, okay? So like emerging directors that take on these projects, like you always see these big movie companies like Disney and shit that come out and say, oh, wow, this is like a brand new guy that's taking on like Spider-Man right okay but the thing is yeah cool he's an emerging director like he's brand new to the scene but like he's taking on a fucking conglomerate <laughs> like it's huge like spider-man is a massive thing or like whatever this movie is a massive thing so yeah cool it's a brand new director that hasn't really directed much or done like a lot of fringe things but they're taking on a thing that's well established you as yourself as like a personal thing you can't really do that you can't just come in and say like I'm really good at da 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 whatever it might be. Hire me for this 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 this. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like, it was kind of like a couple years ago when people were like, when okay, when Instagram and, and Twitter became big and Facebook was cutting off and in YouTube is still what it is. People were like, if you're famous on one thing, you're famous on everything, right? Like if you have, if you get. 10,000 Instagram followers, you're going to have 10,000 Twitter followers. You're going to you'll be able to create a YouTube video. You'll be able to do this, you'll be able to do that, you'll be able to do this. And that's still the model. The thing is is that really honing your craft or is that just spreading yourself? Like literally, is it like no matter what that is. Like let's say again, I'll use the example. I'm a dancer choreographer, 
but I also want to do gaming. I also want to do this. I also want to do that. Mm-hmm. How do I make myself, <laughs> I'll use the word, successful in all? You can't really anymore. It has to be like, you get successful in this, that is what you do. And that's like the same conversation that I'm having. It's like these people that want to do this one genre of dance, that's what they're doing because that's what they're going to be successful for and that's it. When that dies, they die. That's it. That's all, really. And that's, I think, for most of the arts world nowadays is that. If you think about it, it wasn't always like that. Even like way, 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 way back. Like if you think like, um, like even way, way back to like when, when art as visuals, like painting and stuff like that was very successful. Painters, a lot of them became like musicians or vice versa. Like they were able to kind of do this like flip flop with like different outlets and people would be like, shit, this guy's really, really good at this. And he's really, really good at this. They were famous in both. And that was great. Mm-hmm. Or like, I mean, it's still kind of in the acting world. Like you can be a theater actor and be a movie star at the same time. Like James Franco fucking wrote a book <laughs> he went to school for english like he was very successful in a lot of things and he it, it was fine yeah. like and he's on like theater productions and he's in movies and he directs his own movies but like that's great for those people but now it's like the newer stars or the emerging artists can't do that or can but have to have someone to like bring them that level right i don't know i don't know where that kind of lands us in the terms of like what what is next for the industries do we go back to we're going to be one one trick wonders and and keep that kind of going or do we go back to a time where it's like if you can do everything that's better yeah right i'm certain for some industries like you're mentioning for yours it's like they want you to be everything like you can be everything but then there's industries like mine where it's like they they don't care it's still disposable like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be good at everything because we just need you for this one thing and then that's it and then we'll go find somebody else for that other thing like it's it's weird how it kind of flips some industries around you know yeah it's tricky it's very 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 strange in terms of things i don't know i think that's good for that (laughs) i think that's good for that i mean we we talked about how we were like oh how are we going to talk about random shit for like the time but it's (laughs) it's weird because we're finally back like i said like i started off this before we came into the room it's like it's been two months before we've talked about anything related to this and this might be completely nothing this might be just a bunch of words <laughs> said in a microphone but i think i think we're still in this kind of weird industry like i guess bubble or pigeonhole or whatever there was like it's it's a struggle to get what you what you kind of desire unless you have the niche unless you're willing to sell out in a way mm-hmm. unless you're willing to sell out um so like to your point it's not even just like specific like you're saying the the harm is not just the fact that like okay so in your industry it sounds like now you need to have a niche you right. need it well it's not even you need to have a niche it's just you need to be willing to to follow yeah so not trend. only yeah. is it a niche, like <laughs> yeah. not only is it a niche in your industry but it's yeah. like you need you don't get to pick your niche. you don't get to pick it that's the it issue. gets determined yeah <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so your niche is like predetermined 
And in journalism, it's kind of the same thing. So I was mentioning in journalism, like you have to have like a multifaceted skill set. Like mm-hmm. you used to, you used to be able to just be a writer or a photographer or a videographer right. or an editor. Now you need to be able to do all of those things, plus also do web development, etc. Um, but to go at a higher level, I think there is something similar to what you're saying in terms of like niches, but they're more like publication based or like style. Right? Okay. Okay. So, like there's not many places to work mm-hmm. learn how to write for vice because they're the only place that's hiring yeah, <laughs> do you know what yeah, i mean like it's kind of like yeah, that yeah. right like or learn how to write like like you're gonna have to teach yourself to write for like a wire service or like you're gonna right, have to teach yourself okay. right so yeah there, there's kind of two levels to that in my industry and i think that level matches what you're saying where it's right. like you're gonna have to figure out a way to write for these publications that are hiring the rest of the publications are laying people off. There's like hiring freezes. So mm-hmm. figure out how to write for Vice. Figure out how to write for uh, this company. And I'm not, I'm not bashing Vice. I think Vice no, is no, awesome. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that like that's kind of like, like the way it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? There's yeah, no yeah, yeah. or start your own thing. Right. Like good luck. <laughs> good luck. Exactly. Literally. No, that's exactly. I think we yeah. hit it finally. Start like, your own is, thing. Good luck. It's like and you it's like everyone, do this. Yeah. Don't. Like, everyone would be like, you're, you're like, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, they'll encourage you, but it's gonna be like a tough, mm-hmm. you know, uphill battle. Like me and my buddy are starting a publication, uh, right now, and like we're just planning it out, and we're like, yeah, this is an uphill battle. This is gonna, like we're passionate about what it's gonna be. And the reason why we want to do it is because like no one no one's gonna hire you to write that kind of thing that we right, want to write about, right. right? So the only real thing to do is like start ourselves, yeah. See if it takes off, right? Yeah. And like theoretically in this world, it could take off, and then we spawn like copycats, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Fuck, I don't want to write this style. Why do I?" And then you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, this, literally. This endless literally. thing, right? Yeah, no. Shit. That's How much shit. time we got on the clock? So yeah, we were forty minutes. It's yeah, all 40 good. Minutes. It's all good. Um, yeah, so let's let's take a let's take a little break. I think you get a good segue as to like what's happening. Yeah, what's happening. I mean, this is we can use this as kind of an update as well. Um, yeah, so let's first talk about our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We are we are um, sponsored by Black. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're just beep that out or something. Um, no, let's. Uh, I'm gonna take a minute um, to talk about kind of what uh, what's going on here. So obviously, you know, the overseers of this is me. Um, <laughs> it's me. The overseers of this is a huge executive company. No. Um, so yeah, the we actually the, just got bought by Vox Media. The Vox Media. <laughs> um, biggest thing, obviously, is the the creators of of this or the producers of this, or whatever this is, or the channel this goes on, or whatever the hell, I don't know. Whatever we want to consider it. Again, this is this is what I think is perfect conversation that we had, um, is obviously... Oh shit, this is going to be meta. We're going to talk about how like what what this podcast is a manifestation, is a manifestation of what we were just what, saying. Literally. <laughs> In terms of like, you either join or, or you do, do whatever you want. Exactly. So, me. I mean, doing, <laughs> going to do whatever you want. Um, you know, this is... This is kind of co-produced by uh, by Execute Productions, which is a company that we are all a part of. The world is a part of it now. Um, and what is what is that? So I'll talk about that because why not? Um, we just we just started up a Twitch channel, and it's very weird. To be honest with you, it's very weird. And 
I've had a lot of conversations with people about what is what is ICU productions, especially in the last few months. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, what is ICB Productions, Jason? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do I work for you? He, he, he works here and he doesn't <laughs> even know. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Like, it, it really is meta because Execute is literally a thing is like, do whatever you want. It literally is do whatever you want. It can be whatever you want it to be because no one cares. Like, I don't care as, a, as the owner. I don't care what it is. So we, we just um, recently started a, a Twitch channel. And for those of you who are not familiar with Twitch, go to it, twitch.tv. Um, basically, what Twitch is, is like, it's a streaming service. It's mainly geared towards gaming. It's mainly uh, like that kind of thing. There's definitely a lot of different things on it. There's music. There's an IRL, like which is literally you can do whatever the hell you want. There's like cooking and stuff now. Do I they mean, have IRL on Twitch? I didn't know that. They have IRL. I thought that was like a YouTube. No, they have IRL. <laughs> they have their own. That's like one of the biggest. That's things how streaming stream. started. I know. Right? What so was his IRL. name Justin in real life or something like that? Like like Justin TV is what you're talking about? What, like, is he the first one? Like I know Justin how... TV used to be like, Twitch. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it started um, on Twitch. I don't know. Yeah. So IRL um, is one of the things, but basically what we're doing. Um, me, I'm on it because you know why not. Um, and then it's mainly right now like our media director, VP, whatever the hell. I don't actually know what the titles are anymore. Um, he is like the main person that's kind of taking it on. And the reason why we're where we're starting it is because one of the things that we had part of execute was esports, and then we cut it. And full disclosure, why we cut it is because esports is not really going back to tangible it's not really tangible it's very hard unless you're in the competitive scene to really get on esports mm -hmm. right i mean a lot of people can look at people who do esports and say okay they're successful um i'll use matthew haig who's nade shot on everything else and used to be part of optic game optic gaming started his own competitive thing 100 thieves don't know what happened to it anyways he's very successful on youtube but, I mean, he's now, like, real life. He is an IRL. He does vlogs. He does all that kind of stuff. He's successful on Twitch as well, but mainly for the reason that, like, he was part of Optic. He was part of a competitive scene. A lot of people are like that. Even if they're not successful, they're not competitive gamers, they're gamers on YouTube. They're yeah. these big things. We started it as a thing for our Twitch channel mainly to kind of get an outlet and bring a sense of community. Um... And it's it's kind of opened my eyes as to what I view, um, what I view execute as, and what I what I started with was very very true. I think what it is 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 anything it wants to be, and it's the kind of the conversation that we're having today is like, I don't want to pigeonhole what we do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pigeonhole. I mean, <laughs> Dylan made the joke about he doesn't uh, like do I work here. Do I work here or not? And the thing is, I think I've always I've always had the open door thing where like if you wanna if you wanna work here, it's not I've turned the thing is like it's not a job. It is not a job. Execute Productions is like is like a label. Yeah. It's like a label. It's it's like a family, it's like a community, it's, yeah, it's what that's what I wanna make it. Exactly. It's what I wanna make it. And the biggest company we talked about it like when we were getting coffee as well the one of the biggest things is like i listened to a podcast um that was talking about that was talking to the the founders of rooster teeth 
And Rooster Teeth, again, if you don't know what that is, it used to be a channel that made game content, just which say is red, red, just red versus say red blue. Versus blue. Yeah, literally, That'll red, bring most people back. Red so. versus blue. They, that was <laughs> what they started, and they started as like creators, and they started as that. Now they're like a, a network, I guess. But they view that same kind of thing. It's like it's a family, and what they do is they take a bunch of different people and put them together and let them be, and they fill the gaps. They make their merchandise. That's yeah. basically what they do. Um, but I've always kind of viewed it like that. So we started this Twitch channel, and I guess this is maybe an invite to people that want to listen to this as well. If you want to be part of it, we'll let you in. Like it's not like it's it. I 100% have this open door policy with um with this company and it's a thing that like stay tuned because i do have ideas about this that i can't release yet <laughs> that are kind of tensitive because they haven't really been talked about with anybody else i have no idea what he's talking exactly about. <laughs> so um but be, be tuned be tuned about what i'm talking about in terms of in terms of what we're what we're looking for um but it is it's it's kind of this open door thing and the check out the twitch channel like i said if you want to be part of it just hit us up as many as wherever you can. Um, probably the channel is the best, or Twitter is the best. Uh, if you want to be part of it, if you are a Twitch streamer that wants to start out, it's a community. There's things about it that are businessy, but that's another side of the story. It's yeah. more. It's literally just a community. Um, so that's what's going on there. Um, there's other things, but again, I'll, I'll, maybe the next podcast I'll talk about it if we can. That's tentative information. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on with me. I'll give it to Dylan to talk about whatever he wants because this is your opportunity. You kind of already mentioned what's going on with you and what you're planning on doing. If you could share information about it, great. <laughs> if you can't, we'll just bleep out the whole thing. It's fine. Well, actually, you know what? I'd rather just jump on to like EP. Cause yeah, I, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can talk about myself later. I can talk about myself. Next next week. We'll next talk week about is Dylan. well. I'm gonna get my buddy's permission. I'll like kind of actually. I want to get him just, on the show. It's just himself next week. Yeah. Dylan is just himself next, here. Next week is just me which next week means like the next three months from now. But yeah. <laughs> next week is just a monologue. Of oh my himself. god. No, I like EP in the sense that like just to give you my take on it because mm-hmm. apparently it's just open to interpretation. It is. It's it it's is. a it's a it's a it's a production company. I think it's safe to say it's a production company in the sense that like. We're allocating resources to like make creative exactly. things happen, yeah. right? But we're not limited by genre or medium. We don't limit the content. There's nothing. The content is whatever it wants and to be. And it's like we're, yeah. we're going to produce as many things as possible because we see the collaborative potential of that. Right? Yeah. Building that community yeah. where like you've got people who are like good at Twitch, you got people who are good at like uh, you know writing, you've got people who are filmmakers, you got people who are dancers, you got actors. Like like that whole community. We want to produce all of it in the yeah. sense that like. Because I think what we're talking about, like, just to get super meta, is like, and then this this is why we joined the RCDS way back in the day. Yeah, it's like there's a lot that can be solved if all of our industries just came together, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, we're all working with each other anyways to some capacity, so we should all be building, you know, one creative industry together, right? right? So that's why I like EP because it's not a film production company. It's not. A, you know, Twitch production company. These Twitch production companies exist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a social media company. It's not a, no. a, a theater production company. It's like we're gonna be as many things as we can be and want to be, and like we don't want to limit people within that to focus on one. You know what I kind of take it as? It's like 
the industry forced us to like learn so many different things and like be good at so many different things and then like is now like well you know now you now you're not allowed to work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. instead of that like let's like take advantage of the fact that like we're probably the most multidisciplined generation in a very long time yeah so let's like capitalize on that give people free range to do all the things they're good at because yeah you're what well, you're back to what you're saying like you shouldn't have to pigeon yourself if pigeonhole yourself if you don't want to mm -hmm. and you should also be able to focus on something that you're really passionate about at the same time mm -hmm. right so the industry shouldn't dictate to you you know what you have to do to right, survive right right like a journalist shouldn't have to just do one thing mm -hmm. or a journalist should be able to do one thing if they want to mm -hmm. right so that's like that's what ep is to me right mm -hmm. It's like gonna bring all, hopefully, bringing as many industries together as possible. And that's like, yeah, and that's the goal. It's like it's not. It's interesting because again, like I said, like a lot of people have had this conversation with me, and like, oh, like what, uh, what is this? Like, what do we do? Um, and it's never, I've never viewed it, and some people do, and I think it's because how the industry breeds it. It's like, people are like, oh, do you just like create things like do you create the things and you hire the people and they're like no <laughs> like you do whatever the hell you want what i do is just i sit there and help you yeah is just i sit back and like what do you need for me type of thing mm -hmm. like and i've never like i mean the people that we have with us i've never i don't think i've ever turned an idea down yeah ever and there's ideas that haven't happened that wanted to if they still want to come up, I'm totally cool with being like continue doing it, and I think that's the that's the model that I've I've run on in the terms of like the best the best explanation I can give it is like we are all very good talented individuals in what we do separately. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just like we we can all do our own thing, we can all do it, but why don't we just put it all together? Yeah. <laughs> why don't we just bring it all in one space? Um, and like, that's, that's our goal is like, and I mean, this is not tentative information because this is just the dreams, um, the dreams, the dreams, <laughs> the dreams. I mean, the biggest, the biggest dream for me is, and regardless of profit, regardless of whatever this is, because a lot of people say companies like, Oh, you gotta be profitable. You gotta be profitable. Of course, that's the goal. I mean, the goal is to be profitable at the end of the day, but my biggest goal is like one day we can have a space and call it ours. And the reason why I want that is because then we can give people the space or the like location to come in and be creative, Yeah. right? If you want to come in and say like, I'm a YouTuber, I want to make YouTube videos, great, we have a fucking green screen or we have like a white wall that you can do whatever the hell you want with. We've got the space, we've got the resources, here it is. All we ask for you is you're part of us, yeah. right? And it's just a community like that. I mean, it'll become it'll become this thing, and I hope it becomes this thing that it, like where we have to kind of limit it, where we kind of have to put our like little, like yeah, we can't we can't work with this person, we can work with this person, yeah, just because of the how it mixes. But I think right now we're in a really good spot, like even down to the even down to the people that we work with currently, we work with these people because we want to, and it never is like like it's never like I put stipulations. I don't think. You can do whatever the hell you want. Whether it's part of us or not, it doesn't make a difference to me, but I think I always want to extend the hand to say like, if you need this, this is there for that type of thing. And that's for everybody. Like like I said, like the Twitch channel is not mine. 
is not mine at all. I helped create it. I helped develop it. But it is mainly, like, it's mainly Reese's. That's his thing. That's mm-hmm. his outlet. If he gets successful, that's his, right? Yeah, sure, it's called Execute Productions. That's our place. But that's where it, where it's going to be. If somebody came along and said, hey, like, I want to start a YouTube channel that's part of this circle right now, absolutely. Like, if you want to come along and say, I want to do this, that, and the other thing, I'd say, sure, why not? What can we do to help? And that's what it's all about. It's like combining a bunch of mini minds and putting them together and figuring out what we can do. I think it's similar, it's similar, and I'll use... Like it's really weird. It's really inspiring how the Rooster Teeth conversation inspired me. Their biggest thing was that they started as a bunch of guys in a bedroom creating content. What they did now and what they are now in terms of an MCN or a company or, or organization is they wanted to take a bunch of people who make content in bedrooms and just make a big bedroom Yeah. so that everybody could create content, right? And that's not necessarily the physical space. It's just the community Mm -hmm. they wanted to take a bunch of different people who started in a bedroom and put them together in terms of that obviously is in terms of gaming content and content on youtube but i think we're the same way we're a bunch of people who live these lives and live in these industries why don't we just make a bigger circle of industries yeah right that's the goal and that's why like i said tentatively i'll get back at it but there'll probably in the near future be a a bit of an open door type of thing in terms of that. Um, and I'm, I'm really trying to get it to the point where we can do that and how we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. But we'll, that'll be for another episode too. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do you have anything else to say or are you, uh, are you tapped out? I am tapped out. You're tapped out? I am tapped out. I got like five essays I need to write. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's, I mean, that's a, it's usually the, the amount of time that we usually go for. Um, it's been a, it's been a time here on the most freestyled episode we have. Um, it's been good times. Just want to give a shout out to our unnamed caffeine partner for fueling us today. <laughs> unnamed caffeine, which you already dropped, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, I dropped, it was muddled. They're going to have to go back and try to like listen yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, where can uh usually ask this question but where can people find you guess what (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it i was waiting for it guess you finally got their website two month hiatus get get something good out of it uh you can check out uh, my my portfolio and like what i'm up to at freemangrist.com there we go there we go okay all up in there finally (laughs) finally Yeah. Um, what about you? Where 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 can the people find you? Can you can find me on my up on my un fucking updated website, uh, Um Yeah, you can find me there. You can find me at Twitter. There, all the links are there for that kind of junk. Um, yeah, and you can find me. Mainly, you can find me, and if you want information about things, you can find me at jc.executproductions.com. If you want to email me, yeah. like that's the best. Honestly, the best place to to get me because. Shit's shit's going down. Um, yeah, this is episode six. I'm six pretty fast. sure. Episode six. Episode fast. six. Fast. That's just yeah. <laughs> that's like a piece of information that's really between a small group of people. Um, yeah, this has been episode six. This is the society, and I don't have anything else to say. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.